The other day, I said, let me explain something to y'all. If something happened to me and mama, I want you all to understand, y'all gonna be around the casket crying because I'm not leaving you everything. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm gonna spend 85% of my income on me and your mama. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm gonna leave about five, ten percent. That's it. The rest of the money, me and your mama going somewhere. We can, dad, me, me, we can't go on vacation. No, no. I want to be with just with your mother. Well, here's it's the cool. Thing that people don't understand about children. It is not what you leave to them that makes them great. It's what you leave in them. And if you leave enough in them. If you leave enough in them, you don't have to worry about what you leave to them. If you leave more to them than you leave in them, they will run through everything you left to them. Yeah. But if you leave enough in them, you don't have to leave so much to them because they can go out there and make their own way in life. Cool. I'm glad you said that. Because now they ain't getting nothing. <laughs> I told my kids the other day. I'm weak. I'm weak. Round of applause to TD, Bishop TD Jackson and, and Uncle Steve Harvey. Round of applause for the game. Round of applause for the game. Oh, yes. What's good? You too. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to. What's good, listeners? Your boy. What up? Long Live Motion, aka King Motion. I heard my cousin. Oscar. And we are at another You Good Digital Podcast. We in here, cousin. We in We, we deep. Here. Yes. We deep. Yes. And, um, I know you just heard what just happened. You sent me this video actually offline. I did. I did. And and, and I want to know, I want to know what your thoughts on. Actually, before we even get started, we got a we got a okay. we got a sponsor today. Actually, we got a sponsor. We got a sponsor today. Who's a sponsor? Shout out to Line Out Watches. Yeah, I'm talking about as you see him as you if you watch it from YouTube, you'll see him in the front. Uh, my guy Jamal Smith. <laughs> With hella F's. <laughs> Shout out to the guy. Shout out. He, uh, he made sure we was laced up with these watches. You know what I'm talking about? He got watches for men and women. Luxury, black-owned, affordable watches. Make sure you tap in with him at Line Out. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. Let me see. Uh, Line Out. <laughs> you can follow him on the... Uh, let me see. You can see his website. Let me see. Let me get his website real quick. Hold on. Get the website. Let me get the website get real the quick. Website. Line Out Watches dot and you can follow him on Instagram at Line Out Watches. Make sure you tap in with my guy. Tap he has in. a dope story. He's a good dude. Hello, dope. Fire, fire luxury watches. You can see I got four up here, but I really got five. Well, you see three right there. I got one right here and another one. Yeah, I'm talking about, you dig what I'm saying? My guy, he got them watches. He got me into uh to wearing watches. So I want y'all to check him out. And that's going to be today's sponsor. Shout out to Line Out Watches and my guy, Jamal Smith. Shout so, Cuddy. What's going on? Let's get to the show. Let's get to it. What about that passage? Because you sent it to me, and I feel I like did. you sent that to me for a reason. I did. I, I want to know. I want to know how you feel about what they said about because it, it's to me it just seems like it's about generational wealth and them not leaving their kids stuff because whatever reason. But go ahead, tackle tackle that for me. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to my cousin for understanding where I was going with that about yes, sir about generational wealth wealth. So, I don't 100% disagree. I definitely don't 100% agree. Right. Right? Right. So, the points I do agree with, uh, TJ says, you got to leave more in them than you leave for them. Right. Because if they don't have in them, then they'll run through whatever you leave for them. But I just, Uncle Steve... Man, I, I okay. love your movies. Okay. I love... I see where you're going. I love... 
just about almost everything you do, right. except those statements right there. It's right. like in the black community, we, without going down our whole history, because we all know the history of right. black people in America, right. but the only way to build generational wealth is if you pass wealth from generation to generation. generation. Right, exactly. Right? So it's like, I I, I think the, the point of the whole video was you got to raise strong men and strong women and strong people so they could go out and, and know how to get to the water. They could know how to get to the money. They could know how to be successful. They could know how to do their own thing. That's what the purpose of this video was. But I think that could be lost in translation. Right. If you think about, oh, I'm not leaving my kids nothing. It's like, so why, why, why they got to start from zero? Why they got to start from zero? Right, and I and and, and I was going to say the same thing. I thought you was going to have a different opinion. I thought Ooh, you no. would agree with him. Um, mm. I agree with 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 Bishop T D Jakes when he said you want to install. Basically, um, you want to you want to teach your kids how to fish and not just right feed them the fish. You know what I'm right. saying? I understood that lesson, but like you said, I don't I don't agree with with Steve Harvey on that because the whole point is to keep the generational wealth and to keep the your grandkids or great 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 get grandkids going because uh Shaq said the same thing and I disagree with him on that as well like like my, my this money is not my kids money it's my money but it's like you should want to create an empire to where your great 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 grandchildren know who they're eating. they eating from what you built and yeah. that's a that's what a lot of Caucasian people do and that's what a lot of other people yeah. do yeah they they leave um estates for their kids just in case they don't, you so know they can get saying? started. So they have something to get started with. So they can get started, and they can have something to to build off of, and not just, you know, what I'm saying, start from ground zero. Because if everybody keeps starting from ground zero, we where we gonna go? You know, what I'm saying, because then everybody else will have a head start uh, um, ahead of us, and then we're gonna be complaining about right. Institutional racism, uh, systemic racism. We're gonna be complaining about that when we have the people that are in power right now to change that with their generational, with their generational wealth. They, if they pass it down and do it the right way. So the the only thing I will say, Shaq, slightly different. He said, "To get any of my cheese, you got to have two degrees." Oh, he did say that. So, Shaq, so like I, I like Shaq's approach in the sense of. Yo, you got to earn this generational wealth. I'm right. not just going to hand it to you. Right. And I think that reinforces what T.D. Jakes said, saying you got to leave the right stuff in your kids so they know what they're doing. Right. So, like, Shaq, I could I could agree with that because it's like, yo, you got to earn this. Like, yeah, I can agree with that, too. But, like, Steve, bruh. Yeah, that was, that was, that was kind of crazy. I mean, I get it. Spend your money. You know what I'm saying? Spend your money on yourself. But it's like. Why would you not want to set your kids up for success? Success, you know. I get it. You you probably are setting them up for success right now. You know, you're probably using his resources to pull the strings so they can be successful right. in their own merit and their own right. 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 But at the same time, you still want to have that because your a, a portion of what you got and what they make is more than yep. what they make. Or what you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. everybody should be able to win and everybody should be able to be, uh, uh, everybody should be able to contribute to the wealth of the family. Right. 
So I, I highly, I highly don't. I mean, I, I, I agree with a certain, certain parts of it, but I really don't. And that's, and that's crazy how we the only ones that think like that. Uh, you know I want y'all to mark this day, the day my cousin and I fully agreed on something. I mean, we fully agree on a, a lot of shit. Ah, ah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish we had the new. The, I wish we had the new, the new sound effects. Uh. Yo, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, pause. <laughs> pause. What are we get into what's on the board for today? What's on the board for today? We're gonna give y'all a great show. We're gonna have to listen. So, to so talking crazy. about, Steve. hold on, can I, can I, oh, oh, can I, can I get my shit off? Can I talk to the listeners? Because, because they, they listening to us, and I want to make sure they get a good show. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, really, I got you. Have fun. We really gonna we really gonna give them. I'm gonna look over here. We really gonna give them that shit today. You know, what I'm saying, we really, I mean, we give them that shit all the time, right? <laughs> We really, we really getting that shit all the time. Yeah, today gonna be but special. Today, today, today definitely gonna be special. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna get into it, especially because yeah. I'm in the zone right now. In the zone, I'm in my fucking bag right now. I have no idea. Right. Anyways, but what's on the board for today? Let's 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 have this conversation. Where we gonna go? Fake spirituality. We could go there. Uh, yeah, we can't. We can't. We can't be pausing. We can't have the people waiting on us. Uh, fake. We can go there. So. Uh, a, a friend of mine was like, y'all should talk about fake spirituality and how it's presented online. And it was very vague when she said it. Okay. So I want to ask you, what, what is fake spirituality to you? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, I'm going to leave it there. What is fake spirituality? It's, I, I think it's something where someone just kind of does something just to do it, Right. Or does something for the views and the likes, right. and it's not something that they live in. Right. Like someone that's spiritual, they may present it online because it's a part of their lives, but I don't think they make it a purpose. To, oh, look what I'm doing! I'm doing this! I'm doing that! I'm doing that! Right. It, it's just all right if they're sharing their lives with you. It'll be something they share within their lives. I don't think it has to be something worn on your. Worn on your sleeve in a in a way that you're just trying to get views and likes and right. things of that nature. So like I think sometimes people online could just they just be faking. I I, I and I'm gonna I would agree with that. I feel like there's a lot of and I feel like there's a lot of spiritual people. Right. And it's that that you know that whole the universe and leave with the spirits and nah, 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 this and that, this and that. And I'm just like, dog, you don't really believe that because your life, your, the, I know you in real life and your life is not a reflection of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, a lot of people, a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot, some people thought I was, uh, when I when I converted to, to Islam, they were saying that I was just doing it because it was a hype. And I was like, mm. you know. Right, like you don't, you don't, you don't know what I I went through. You don't know what I I've seen and you know and and what I like I said what I've been through for me to even convert. Like I didn't just convert overnight. That wasn't something that that wasn't a a thing right. that I just woke up one morning and was like, oh, I'm about to I'm about to uh, convert to a Muslim. Nah, nigga, like that was in the process for years, and oh, it, uh, and it took and it took it was it took a lot out of me because I was raised in a Christian home. Right, you know what I'm saying, like. Right. I had to really fight not only my demons, <laughs> but the demons that's that's in your family. In my family, um, how I knew it was real for you is how you told me. It was a very matter-of-factly type way. You were just telling me about your life. You didn't make it like, 
oh cousin, guess what I did? Blah blah. And and that that's what I think is fake about spirituality when people like it's one thing to be a uh, um a witness or to display your religion and to be a beacon to others. Right. It's another thing to throw it in and slam it in people's faces and like, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing, look what I'm right. no one no one cares. Right. And 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 how you told like you didn't even say hey cousin uh, i'm a muslim now you were just like hey so i'm doing this whatever and allah and i was like okay so what's up with that right he's like oh yeah i convert this and you kind of told me and gave me your story and everything right. and i think it's when someone really believes something deep down you can tell because they have a calm and collective assertiveness about them right right understood and 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 in and, and the process of me converted because I didn't put it when I when I first converted I didn't put it online like mm-hmm. it was some things that I was I, w- I would say I was insecure about because I wasn't knowledgeable about the the, the religion I'm still not as knowledgeable as I want to be right. it's, it's going to be a process right. you know what I'm saying but uh, I was I put it I put it online because I one I felt good about it I was excited about it right you know what I'm saying it was something that that I treasured and I am one of those influencers I guess you could say mm-hmm. um and I do post stuff online, but it wasn't to like put it in people's faces. So I don't want people to get misconstrued with that. It was more of a sense that I'm sharing what makes me happy with y'all. Like I've been doing the whole time I've been on social media, right. whether it be dance videos, my my clothing brand, right. you know, um, my 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 baby girl that's about to be born, you know, my 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 my, my religion preferences and my spiritual my my spirituality, my connection with Allah. You know what I'm saying, like. Like that's those are the things that I'm excited about. It has nothing to do with anybody that's what if you watch me, you just watch me. Right. Like, I don't give I don't give a fuck what you doing. Like I don't give, I'm not here to please you. If you watch me, okay, thank you. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it's never I'm never here to try to to try to impress anybody or to try to be cool about, you know, being uh Muslim because it's that's not even what it's about. You know, I told you before, like I found peace in Islam. Yeah, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't wait to do Ramadan, which I'm still in. And you know, it's it's hard. Oh Jesus, it's hard. Yeah, I usually just come over like a steak dinner and eat it in front of him. He no, you don't. He lying. I'm gonna do it next week. You gonna do it next week? Yeah. Uh, luckily for me, it's gonna be over next week. So yeah, I talk to you then. It's been it's been almost. I think Friday it'd have been a month, Cuddy. I know. So I got you next year. I'm gonna. Steak dinners, <laughs> steak steak dinners every night during Ramadan. You know, no, no, every, every day. day. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Every day, I'm gonna come at like right around like lunchtime to like this one nigga. p.m. This nigga, and I'm gonna sit there. But but by next year, I'm gonna be like, go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, I, I believe people do. Like I said, when it when it comes to like calling someone like with a fake spirituality, uh, I just I just look at their lives. Yeah, you know, and um, what what they do all outside of social media, and and what the people around them how it reflects them. Right, I don't know if they're telling the truth or not, and that's why I mean, I even when I used to be seeing people like, excuse me, I they like I manifested and I did this and I did that, and I'm just like, hmm, I need you to go manifest something else. I ain't gonna say it, but I need you to go manifest something else because it's not reflecting (laughs) in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not reflecting in your life. So. Um, that online fake spirituality stuff, that's cool. Do you, if you feel like you can, if you feel like you trying to gain something from your spirituality being presented on the internet, 
then I would question it. But if you're posting it out of pure excitement, enjoyment, and appreciation and gratitude, right? It's different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So do what you're gonna do. Either way, you gotta uh, meet your maker and yeah, <laughs> you no, gotta deal with that. So I mean, everybody got different ways they chase that bag. You right. wanna be fake spirituality online? Right. Go ahead, chase your bag however you gotta get it. Um as long as you ain't hurting me or minds or anyone else for that matter. Like right, right, that's right. where I kinda draw the line when you start hurting other people. Don't right. start no cults. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't start no cults because niggas be joining them. Shout out to all the cults out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big, big shout out to 7M and all them. All the dancers know what I'm talking about. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Took that too far. That might have been my fault. Yeah. That might have been my I fault. I heard this saying. What was that? Uh, go where you appreciate it and not tolerate it. Woo! What, what does that mean to you? Woo! That means if they don't want me there, I ain't going to be there. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> if you said I'm canceled... I ain't going. Right. I'm going where they invite me. So basically, that was a callback to the to the to the black woman canceling Oscar. Yes, because I'm very disappointed by the response that has gotten. What response you get? None. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I sit up here and it it, it, it oh. say black women canceled me and they just didn't respond. That just proves the point. It was like, yep. Yep. That nigga, that nigga right. We he right. He right. We ain't came and correct him, and we're not going to even validate nothing. But um, back to the topic at hand. Go where you're appreciated and not, not tolerated. tolerated. Like, that's deep. Um, I'm going to take it maybe a little left. I think. Take it left, then. I think when people go somewhere where they're only um, tolerated, it's because they're trying to be something or be around people that they want. To like them. Right. And I think that it also shows that that person doesn't know who they are. Oh, elaborate. So when you go on somewhere and people are only tolerating you, that means you're trying to be a part of something that people don't want you be to be a part of. And a lot of times, and this kind of happened with me, um, sometimes people on the outside can see who you are before you can. Right. Because they have like because they have a clearer picture in the sense of they see how you're perceived. Right. Right. And so sometimes I could kind of give you an idea of who you are. And I'll just use like the acting world for example. Some people get typecast. Shit, some, the industry in general. Right. Some people get typecast. Right. And that that's like, okay, if you look like a cop, but you trying to apply for thug roles in the industry, you're not gonna get hired. Right. But if you look like a cop and you apply for cop roles, you'll get hired. Right. Right. So I'm not saying that anyone should accept typecasting in life. What I'm saying is people need to sit down, figure out who they are, and then find your tribe. Don't try to be with no people who don't want you. Right. Like, I love Star Trek. I love <laughs> photography. And I love going out to certain clubs. With your cousin. With my cousin. And so I just find the people in the spaces that I relate to. Like, if you somebody who loves Star Trek, why are you going out trying to hang out with Star Wars fans? That's not going to work. If you someone, if you are blurred, why are you trying to go hang out with the cool kids? Maybe, maybe, yeah, um, uh, yeah okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying, find your tribe. So, like, don't go somewhere where people are like, all right, well, you cool, 
So it's all right if you hear, but we didn't we ain't really trying to invite you. We just accepting you because someone brought you with them or we accepting you because I know you from the block and I I got to accept you, right? Like, nah, find your so, tribe. So 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 you don't think tolerating somebody is like a form of love as well? It could be a form of love, but like that's not the type of love I want. Right. Like, so I think tolerating someone because you love them, that's we family. We blood. Like you tolerate me? Yes. Um <laughs> that's you. That's like like that that's that that's someone you've been friends with for sixteen years and you don't talk to them that often. Yeah. But if you do see them on the street, whatever they need, if they call you, whatever they need, right. that that's the type of tolerating. But I for someone to be around someone that's tolerating them and trying to constantly be in that person's uh, vicinity in their yeah. area, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you want to be around people, when they see you coming, their eyes light up. Right. It's like, oh, man, I can't wait to tell you about this. I can't wait to talk to you about this. I can't wait till we do this. This is the plan for this business we got. This is da, 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 da. Right. not, oh, oh, what's up? Right. And, and, and I'm going to just piggyback off that as I wipe my eyes because um, I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> uh, I've I've been I've been in many a places where I was tolerated, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and um I didn't know I was being tolerated until years down the line, you know, and it's and I'm talking about with friendships and stuff like I, right. I stick to friendships, uh I was being tolerated, and I was questioning, I started to question myself like what am I not doing, right, or why do I feel like this around them, or why do I feel like like I don't know. I just feel like I, f- I feel like the in- their energy is off, and I started gas like myself. Like, nah, Nick, Nick, they wouldn't be saying that about me. Nah, <laughs> they couldn't be doing that. Oh, about me, but they nah. Could. I, you know, I've been so loyal to them. I don't know why. Woo, woo, this, that, this, that, and then all you heard on the inside, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then one of my homegirls dropped something crazy on me. We was talking about like me living in LA, and I'm like, I'm about to uh-huh. go out of LA. And she said something amazing. Shout out to my homegirl Lives, you know what I'm saying, all the way from Manchester. She said, When you're when you've outgrown something or you shouldn't be around something, God or the universe will make it so you're uncomfortable. <laughs> she said, God or the universe, whatever you believe, will make you it so uncomfortable. That you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when I sat back, it, it dawned on me like, no wonder I'm uncomfortable around these people. No wonder I get anxiety around certain, when I'm in certain areas. No wonder that I can't sit still around certain people or certain things or certain activities. No wonder I can't because I outgrew it. Because I wasn't appreciated there. Right. Because... I wasn't celebrated there because the love was probably conditional because there's so many reasons that I could name. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. the reasons why I shouldn't have, I, I, I shouldn't have, not shouldn't have been there, but the reason why I felt the way I felt when I was around those people or in that vicinity. You know what I'm saying? So when she said that and I started reflecting and doing some introspective work, I started slowly cutting myself away from people. You know what I'm saying? And I prayed to Allah about the situation. And then when I couldn't cut myself off from them, he made it so they cut themselves off from me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, 
yeah, man, I now I go where I'm celebrated. If I don't feel like I'm loved, I don't care where it's at. If I don't feel like I'm loved, don't go. I'm I'm not gonna stay there. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. I'm not gonna stay there though. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to I'm about to do my oo-wop thing and get on up out of there real quick. You dig what I'm talking about? Go hit him with that skippity pat. Skip it, hit him with that skip to my lulu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because as people, I feel like one thing we do want to be is loved. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Especially from the people that we love and we care about. You know what I'm saying? We do want to. We do want to feel appreciated. We do want to feel loved, and we should all. And we should all experience that feeling, especially Absolutely. from people that we pull in close to our in our circle. Absolutely. You know, you know what I'm saying? And that leads me. And I, I don't know if you want to jump into it, but that leads to the next one. Like you know, is love really unconditional? Hell nah. Talk to me. Why not? I mean, so I think there are certain situations and certain relationships where love can be unconditional. Um, primarily, in most situations, a parent and a child. Yeah. Like, a parent and a child are a parent. And it doesn't ever always have to be a biological parent either. I think it could be um, just a parent. And a child and like a parent figure and a child or that mentor mentee. I think those relationships can be unconditional. But I think time most- out, time out, time. Let's go back. Okay. I think we jump in the gun. All right. What is unconditional? I think unconditional love, in my mind, how I see it, is you love that person or that thing or whatever. You love with no conditions, as in the sense of. It doesn't matter what that person does. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter whatever. Whatever they do. Do you want the definition of unconditional or are you? Yeah, give me the definition, the dictionary All definition. All right, the dictionary definition. Uh, not not subject to any conditions. <laughs> dictionary definitions don't help. Right. I was I was, I was was basically trying to get a dictionary definition just so we on the same page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um Unconditional, uh, unconditioned, absolute, unqualified. Uh, those are simple. What's what's con- uh, condition mean? Let me see. Let's let's look up condition for the one time for the one time. Yeah, we we do stuff like this. So, you know, I think most communication breaks down because people don't have um, solid definitions of what we talking about. They don't have uh, mutual definitions. I call it something else in uh, my blog post. I wrote that I never posted. Um, put it on the put it on the you good digital on the you good digital yeah put it up there okay so we got a condition a premise upon which the fulfillment of an agreement depends all right uh, that helps convenient uh, a provision making the effect of a legal instrument contingent upon an uncertain event uh, something essential to the appearance or occurrence of something else a prerequisite. Uh, an All environmental right. requirement. I like the prerequisite one. Yeah, there's no prerequisites. You don't have to do anything to get this love. Get the okay. So that's unconditional. Unconditional. Yeah. Right. Um. So going back to what you said, you said unconditional. What? I think I think unconditional love can exist just in specific situations. Right. I think the best situation, and not always, but a parent and a child. Right. Right. I've witnessed that. I don't have any biological kids, but I had a, a I was dating a young lady, she had a, a daughter. I I love her daughter like she was my own. There like 
would do anything Step for her. Step daddy of the year. <laughs> I just died on the inside. I died on the inside. Look, look, watch y'all. I died on the inside. Look at it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think in, in that type of relationship, I think, and I strongly believe, if somebody in a relationship with a significant other think it's going to be unconditional, they have lost their ever-loving mind. I was just going to say that there's no such thing as unconditional love. I think in some situations it can be like that parent and like child. What? The parent I don't, and child. I don't, I don't even think there's. I don't even think that's unconditional love as well. I. I, I think there's a stipulation. What's the stipulation? Um. Oh, did I break that? No, I didn't. Um. The 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 way the child makes the parent feel is why the parent to me and I could be possibly wrong to me why the parent loves the child so much I don't know I don't know if I could agree with that because like I didn't see some parents that get beat up by their kids and they still love them and I just like but that's still because the child probably feels a void that they have in the, their own self when it comes to love. Cause I've seen a lot of people um, say that these kids changed my life or my kid changed my life. I just heard my father say that on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you changed my life. Have you? Woo -woo. But, but, but So you putting, you backing me in the corner with this conversation? Absolutely. Because here's my thing. And I can't be 100% sure about this because I don't have any kids. Right. I'm not about to have any kids. Right. But if a person is secure and really knows who they are and has done the work on the inside, right. I think a child will be a big influence on their life, right. but might not necessarily change their life. And, and, and I mean in the sense of where it's like, oh, this is just so life-changing that yeah. my world is rocked, right? And even when it comes to just out of out of like parent, you know what I'm saying, parent children, I think relationships are are, reciproc are reciprocated. You know, yeah, love, they're reciprocal. When you love somebody, it, it it's because they make you feel a certain way. Right. They make you they make you feel more vibrant. They make right. you feel more alive than what you probably already were, was. So that's that's the condition of your love for them. Yeah, absolutely. You know Relation. I know relationships a, have conditional it's love. A, it's a it's a feeling that you know what I'm saying like. Even with dogs and animals and pets, they say dogs have our unconditional love, but I think the love has a condition because you feed them, you house them, you take care of them, you love them, they're going to treat you accordingly. Right. I've seen, you know, I've seen, I've seen the way some people have dogs, they treat them like shit, and they react accordingly. You know what I'm saying? They right. don't listen, they pee everywhere, they're biting people, they, right. you know what I'm saying? So I think, I think there's always, and I could be wrong, I could be going off thinking my, you know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but. There's always a condition when it comes to 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 love for me, and whether it's like big, small, or because I think people when people say unconditional love, they think like you have to do like they have to like it's a conscious effort to say you have to do this for me so I love you, but like no, that unconscious thing in your oh, yeah. mind is telling your body and your soul like that whatever that this person or this thing is feeding you, that's the reason why you love them. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying, and I don't, and I don't want to get, too, I don't want to go too deep on the situation because I'm Look. not like a, I'm not like a psychologist or, a, or any type of, 
Ologist on it, but Look, you know what I'm saying? We not about to try to spit uh Floydian theory like the ego and the id and all that. We ain't trying to spit all that. Right. But if if one of y'all out there in YouTube land, podcast land, uh you good digital follower land <laughs> can correct us right. or or bring a counterpoint of why love is unconditional, I I would love to hear it. Maybe you call in on the next episode or something because we could put you on we, we, we could phone a friend. We can phone a friend now. You know what I'm saying? We'll phone uh, a friend. Matter of fact, gonna phone a friend. I, I think I'm gonna phone a friend right we'll now. Phone a friend. Let me see. All right, here we let go. Let me see who. Let me see. Who, let me who, see, who, let who me you see. got? Who you got for this one? And make sure you put that disclosure. Like as soon as they pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go live. I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna do it like that. Nah, I ain't gonna do it like that. Uh, let me see. Oh, let me call. I'm gonna call him. Let me see if she. Uh, she probably not. But uh oh, here we go. She probably she probably you think not. So? She gonna pick up. She probably not up. Shit. She burping on the mic. Nigga, get your get your big ah. your big <laughs> your, your digestive system off the mic. Uh oh. Hello. Uh oh. You sleep? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you up. Love you. Good night. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Don't ooh like nigga. Ooh, that sounds like some unconditional love right there. That's my dog. Stop playing. <laughs> That's why it's unconditional. Let me uh, let me call Dez. Let me see. These 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 friends be hilarious. Your call has been. Oh, she got her she got her phone on. Do not do disturb. Not disturb. Gotta, you can just call right back. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I got back. Ah! iPhone trick. iPhone hack. <laughs> call right back. Hello. I'm thinking about you. Don't say oh, nothing that. crazy. We on the <laughs> 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 we are live on the podcast. I gotta ask you a question. Mm-hmm. She said, "I've been thinking about you. I hope, I hope in a good way, goddamn right." She said, "Be live on the podcast." She went, mm-hmm. "Oh damn, you right? She about to get on my head." Forgot about my depressed ass, huh? Nah, what's up, though? <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, 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 okay. Let me ask you a quick question. You live on the air? You on talking about? We're not live, but we on this motherfucker. You, you on the podcast? You on the pod now? Oh, what? Thank you for the honor. What's up? She's like, get to the point. Is though. love really unconditional? Is love unconditional? Yeah. I think it's circumstantial. Oh, elaborate for me, please, baby. Um, I think with certain people that people choose to love unconditionally, yes, it can be unconditional. Okay, so a relationship. Um, what about, okay. Generally speaking, can a relationship have unconditional love? It can. Why? Because some people are not willing to choose themselves over what they think that they need and what they became codependent on. Desi, baby. Oh, very nice. What up? What up? What about? What about? What about parents? What about parents? What about and, what? Parents and kids. You think that love can be unconditional? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, let me turn the video game on. This nigga, because <laughs> because <laughs> I was shooting in the background. <laughs> right, because I was I was sitting here telling my cousin Oscar like I think all love is conditional. I think love has a condition to it, and the reason why I say that. Is because you love somebody because of how they make you feel subconsciously. Yes. 
like they they make you feel a certain way, whether you know, I'm, are, are 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 you changing your loadout in the back? What's going on? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I turned the game off. Oh, the way a person <laughs> may make you feel is the reason why you love them. Yes. And I say, I even say that with parents. You know, like they see their child and they instantly gravitate to this child, but it's because whatever that whatever that emotion they feel for this child is making them it's pulling them to it and it's making them yeah. love them. You know what I'm saying? I think when it comes to parents and children, I think that the the love comes a place from a place of like this is an extension of me. Okay. This is my legacy. Okay. So how can I not pour into this thing that is basically a part of me? Right. Um, you know, no matter the mistakes they make, um, you know, parents face a lot of hardships other than, you know, you know, parents, they like to, they like to take all the glory in for their children's accomplishments. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> oh yes. I know that. Right. Right. When their children start to disappoint them, then they take, they take on the bearer of failure mm -hmm. or in some cases, they kind of just write off the child, like, what did I do wrong with you? Or that was out of my hands. There was nothing I could do about you. Right. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It is conditional because, you know, your parents go act a different way. Don't backtrack. Don't backtrack, Desi. Don't backtrack. They go act a different way. They think you fucking up for sure. But, you know, there's some amazing parents out there at the same time that yeah. would try to pour into their children when they know they're struggling. Yeah, cause I, I like I said, I cause I just think everything, I just I just think everything is almost conditional subconsciously. I'm firmly entrenched. Absolutely. I'm firmly entrenched that parent that parent and child relationship can be unconditional. I'm firmly entrenched in that belief. I don't know why it just feels right. I think any relationship can be unconditional, but majority of parent and child relationships are unconditional. Uh, or at least that's what people hope for. I can agree. With what Desi said, I think majority of relationships in general are conditional, but I do think people can love unconditionally. Um, Cause you could tell, <clears throat> you could tell somebody I love you, but I don't even know the reason why I do. And then also, what are conditions? Some people confuse Ooh. boundaries for conditions. Oh, now you talking? Because I'm setting boundaries doesn't mean that I love you any less. Now you potting? She mm. potting right now. We got a host. We, we, no. we, we, a guest star. We got a guest. We got a we got a star on. We got a star on the rise right now. She potting. <laughs> I'm passionate about about topics. You know, talking about life shit for real. Passionate Ooh, that's why I'm fucking my dog. She go crazy. All right, all right, all right cool. We go. I'm gonna call you right right back. We are gonna finish this pod. I might actually call you on the next one. Just have your phone next to you. Yeah. Thanks for the feature. Of course. All right. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Dad. Yes, she yes. was up. That was good. That was good. I like it. You know what's crazy? What? I met her on the game. Yeah. I met her on Xbox. Yeah. That's hilarious. And that's my dog. That's dog. We be playing all the time. It's good to it's it's cool to actually play with women and not just men. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even though that's my time to get away from women. <laughs> I love women. You know what I'm saying? But it's good. It's refreshing to see to hear a young lady. You know what I'm talking about? It's you, I love women. This nigga. Don't 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 touch my switcher no more. Don't touch, don't touch my switch no more. <laughs> don't touch my switch no more. Don't, you say, what is that? Don't touch my mama and don't touch my Doritos. You ever seen that? Let's just think of this, people.
touching shit. Anyway, <laughs> so I feel like I feel like it can go hand in hand, but I I genuinely feel like a lot of love comes with conditions. Cause even cause how I know is because I've heard people say I fell out of love. I'm look, relationship love, absolutely. Conditions one hundred percent. I'm saying in a in a lot of circumstances that the parent child relationship can be unconditional. I, I I'm firmly entrenched in that. All right, I, I, I'll I, give you that. And, and and I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying it can happen. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, Cuddy. I, I I'll give you I'll give you that hundred percent. Oh look, we ain't gotta agree. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, no, I'm just saying like I'm 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 backing what you just said. I'm like, yeah. But I still on the relationship. Uh, the relationship one, nah, that that uh, crazy. Uh, uh, uh. So speaking of child, parent relationship, uh, parent child, you know, uh, unconditional love. Let's get to it. Let's get into it. Let's get to it. Childhood trauma. Ooh, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, childhood, and here we have it now: childhood trauma. Again, we got our sponsor today, Line Out Watches. Make sure you check them out on lineoutwatches.com. You can also follow them on Instagram, Line Out Watches. You dig what I'm saying? So childhood trauma. Yeah, let's get with it. Childhood trauma. The question I wrote down on the, on the board that I got in my hand, mm-hmm. um, what parents expose their kids to and how it affects them? Let me ask you, let me ask you this first question, Cuddy. All right. What age do you think trauma starts? As soon as they come out. Right out the womb? I, I think it could be right out the womb because you, you spoke earlier uh, on subconscious, right? Right. So I think, I think, and I I don't have any scientific research to back this up. Right. But, like, people remember feelings and actions and everything. Right. And so... When you come out as a baby, if someone raises their hand at you, you don't know to flinch. But as a baby, if you get hit one time, two times, three times, four times, next time somebody raises their hand at you, you're going to flinch. Even though this baby may not know how to talk, may not know how to walk or anything, that behavior that's exhibited towards that baby, whether it's good or bad, right, can um, will build responses from that baby. So that trauma can start as soon as they come out and be through the rest of their life. So um parentmap.com mm-hmm. cite my source. Okay. Um extreme stress experienced between ages of five and eight uh poses a high risk of poor adult mental health, according to the new study of the US brain scans conducted by Duke University. Such adults typically show less brain activity in the in parts of their brain linked to motivation, positive moods, and depression. So Parent Map says um a lot of a lot of trauma can, can begin within five and eight and then there was another one that said look through their eyes.org it says children can experience trauma as early as infancy like you just said um in fact young children between the ages of zero and five are the most vulnerable to the effects of trauma since their brains are still in early formative years well thank you for backing me up science i also believe that i also believe trauma 
wrong. <laughs> I also believe trauma can start as early as as when that baby first understands what uh experiences uh, emotions. Um like you flinch at a baby and they jump, I believe the trauma starts there. Yep, absolutely. That's just like I, that's just an, uh, an example I can give off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. Uh or or when a baby um then then when you flick them and their reaction is pain. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? They cry. Right. That's when trauma starts because now they're feeling what is going on around them. Right. You get what I'm saying? Um uh loud noises when they like I said they jump. It it it, it their senses get stronger as they develop and I like they like the article said, between five and eight is a, a strong right. you know what I'm saying, where 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 they start to remember. Because I don't think I remember anything before I was five. I yeah, was, I, I I know I don't. I don't think I can remember anything before I was five. So around the time I was five and eight is of my prime years and usually actually, matter of fact, most of my five to eight year old friends I'm still friends with to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't know none of them. <laughs> Yo, I don't know none of them. Yeah, I don't know none of them niggas. Um, but <clears throat> I, I believe it starts there. Now, when it comes to parents, do you think they could pass down their trauma to their children? Absolutely. I think parents do it subconsciously, though. Um, and why I say subconsciously, because... They'll raise their children. Some parents raise their children exactly how their parents raised them. And right, if they right. were raised, um, if, if the way they were raised leaves a lot to be desired, right. then that could be a very bad thing. Yeah. Right? And it could still be not as good. Even if they do better than their parents, that may not mean it's good, though. Right. Like. It's all. It's always a poor excuse. Well, when I was growing up, I went through blank. Right. But that doesn't mean what you're doing right now with it's your kid right. is the right thing to do. Right. 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 It's like right. what. It's like what's going to be the best thing for my child. What's going to help my child go grow and go further. That's the thing they should be doing. That's how you. Um, I hate saying avoid, but that's how you avoid childhood trauma. But just saying. This is the best I can do. That's an excuse to me because I think people can always go out, get more information to do a better job. So, like. Look. (laughs) Oops. I didn't lit a a bomb and walked away. Look, man. I don't even know how far or how deep I want to go into this because. Let the spirit lead you. Because the spirit lead me. Let the spirit lead your brother. (sighs) Parents can pass down childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, They usually, like you said, they usually do it indirectly. Mm -hmm. Um, And it goes back to slavery. Yeah. As as far as whipping whipping children, whipping their kids so the master wouldn't whip them. You know what I'm saying? Because the master would probably do worse. Right. So I'm going to punish my child so they don't punish my child, and which led on to us, which I believe led on to us still handing out ass whoopers to this day. If I whoop your ass in the house, you won't go out into the world doing nothing crazy. Right. Which I believe that goes back to one of our podcasts we talked about, um, positive and negative reinforcement. Right. I believe that is a uh, an option. 
a negative reinforcement can be an option. Right. Um, but going back to uh the topic, trauma is definitely passed down. Um, my 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 mother's mother, my grandmother, passed away before I was born, mm-hmm. and I can still see um the trauma in my mother. Mm-hmm. I can still see to this day. And I've never met my grandmother. She passed away before I was born. I can still see the trauma that is affecting my mother. Mm-hmm. And that trauma is affecting me. Because now I'm afraid for my mother. You know what I'm saying? When, 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 when she goes on home to God, you know what I'm saying? Years from now. You know what I'm saying? Years. Lots yeah, of lots of years from now because she's still young. Um, but I fear that at a young age. You know what I'm saying? I fear that at a, at a very young age. I fear that when, for, I don't know, from the time I can remember. And that's just because how she talked about her mother. Right. You know, and she passed it down, that trauma down indirectly to me because now I'm thinking about it, which I should just be thinking about spending the time that I do have with my mother here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um it, Cuddy. Just hey. I don't I'm trying not to say too much, you know what I'm saying? Um let's let's take it off me personally and let's just go to like uh let's just go to like, you know, street shit. Let's go to street shit. No? You don't uh, childhood trauma? You don't wanna go there? Um, we could we could go to street stuff, but even before we go there, um I think the the first article, the first source you cited about the when kids what a kids experience from five to eight. Five to eight. Will impact how they are as adults. Yes. All right. So my question to those scientists and to you uh-huh. and to the audience out there, y'all wanna chime in. Uh-huh. At what point does an adult no longer be able to blame their childhood trauma on the decisions that they're making? Oh, uh, you want to talk about it, huh? I yeah. I mean, if <laughs> no, I no. Oh, yeah. that's that. Oh, you want to talk about it, huh? Yeah, I mean, at what point do you say like I get it? People go through trauma and everything, and I will be the first to say that as a as a person, I was privileged, and especially as a black person, I was privileged with the way I grew up, with the parents I had. I love both my parents. I think they both crazy sometimes, and they did pat. They did attempt to pass on a little trauma to me, but I rebuke it in the name of whatever God you celebrate. But it's the same. It's the same God you celebrate. Um, but my thing is, there are times where I go and say, "Man, if my parents had it," and I stopped myself dead in my tracks. I was like, "Oscar, you are however old you are." You can't blame your parents no more for what happened to you. Right. You got to do the work. Right. To fix it. So, like, at what point do you think a person can no longer blame whatever they happened in their childhood right. for what they're doing in their adulthood? Um, I started young, though. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, shout out to the guy, but my, my father really wasn't the best example. You know right. what I'm saying? So I had to... I had to understand a lot of my traumas came from him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so I had to, I think I maybe was like 14, 15. Uh-huh. And that's just me being 
ahead of the curve. I was always one of them kids that's ahead of the curve. I see things and I, all right, this ain't working for me. I got to go this way. All right, this ain't working for me. I got to go this way. Uh, This ain't working in general. I just got to go this way. Or I'm not happy with this. I got to go. You know what I'm saying? So I've always been ahead of the curve. Uh, So they, like I said, it started early, 14, 15 with me. Uh, and I realized that a lot of the mistakes that uh, my, my 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 biological father was making, um, I didn't want to go down that route. Right. You know, um, and granted, it was hard mm-hmm. because those things, those traumas tend to stick with you for a long time. And sometimes you need the, the circle or you need the people around you to help you, you grow know what I'm saying, grow out of it and, and reinforce a positive uh, way of moving about life. Uh but as a grown man, I just feel like, nigga, your child. If I can do it at fourteen, I I have no um, I I, I not know, but I really don't feel as bad for somebody that's grown. You know, I would say I was to answer your question because I know I'm speaking in like bullet points because I'm trying to watch what I say. Um, at least, nigga, by the time you're twenty five. If you understand what's going on in your childhood, you know what 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 why you end up doing these things, or you can pinpoint why you react to certain things, or you can pinpoint why you have so much anger towards men, or you have so much anger towards women, or you can pinpoint the day that you know you got jumped by I don't know six niggas at the gas station, so you you carry a gun every time you go to the gas station. Like if you can pinpoint those traumas that you had as a kid. That's when you make an effort, then right then and there, to try to change it. What if, what if people can't pinpoint it? Um, just because you can't pinpoint it, I'm gonna say you you know something's there, right? You know whatever trauma you have is there. Just because you can't pinpoint it, cool. I would say work through the trauma as much as possible, even if you can't pinpoint it. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not. Nothing with a degree. <laughs> go get go get some of that if you need it. Right. Um, but I would say if you could pinpoint it, at least make a conscious effort to try to do better or to try to fix whatever it is. Because put it like this, if you can't pinpoint it, I will say this to the people out there. If you can't sub, like consciously pinpoint it, whatever triggers you, figure out whatever triggers you. Mm-hmm. And trace it back to if you remember it in your past. Yeah. Cause I I I'll give I'll give an example. Um, growing up, I had a hard time with male authority. Mm-hmm. And this is because I just used this example already. But I had a hard time with male authority. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my stepfather, who's been there my whole entire life, it was hard for him to just say something to me without me being like, "Nigga, fuck what you talking about? Like, you're not my father." You know what I'm saying? Right. Or it, 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 teachers, male teachers. Fuck out my face. I'm not listening. What you talking about? Like, Mr. Vayuso, Mr. San Juan. I remember those teams. Like, they had a hard time with me because I, I had um, I, I had a hard time when it came to my football coaches. I had a hard time when it came to male authority. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I had an issue with my father that I didn't address at that time. You get what I'm saying? So, uh when I when I realized like why do I always have to, why do I always gotta run into it with males? Like what's up with this what just that's why I like that's why I like it when I have women around me. I'm comfortable with women around me. Because my mother was the comfort for me. My grandmother was the comfort for me. I'm comfortable around women. 
You know what I'm saying? Like when males come around, I'm like, what the fuck you talking about, nigga? Like I, I get overly <laughs> protective over the women around me as well. Right. Because I don't trust you. Right. Um, but it, it stemmed back to, you know, the relationship that I had with my father. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it, it's one of those things to where it's like me and you don't get along. And if I can't trust the nigga that I that was supposed to protect me as a young boy all the way up until I can't trust you. I can't trust no male figure. I got comfortable with my stepdad, because um, he, he was my football coach. And that's what helped me to get closer to a lot of my my coaches growing up in high school. Like Coach Haynes is another one I look at, like a, a father figure. You know what I'm saying? Every time I pull up to my old high school where I see Coach Haynes, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what's up? Like I still I still text Coach Haynes to this day. Shout out to Coach Haynes. Um, so I think my trauma, I noticed my trauma from my triggers. And then I tried to trace it back to whatever age or whatever you know what i'm saying so that was it's this it's definitely a lot of introspective work to be done it's not easy but um it's you know what i'm saying once you once you really trace them back you for surely can Ooh, that's a lot that was deep yeah i was trying deep. to i was trying to watch what i was saying like, i don't want to put too yeah, much yeah, of my business out like, there yeah you were skating out, around some stuff yeah shout out shout out shout out to my biological father shout out to my stepdad you know what i'm saying yeah shout out um, to y'all shout out to y'all shout out to coach haynes uh who else what else uh uh, uh uh shout out shout out to tony czar another male figure in my life yeah uh you know shout oh. out shout out to the guys that's sweet shout out all these people shout out to my dad Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely! Oh man! I, <laughs> you know what? I didn't. Only reason why I didn't say Uncle Oscar is that? because I didn't. I I don't know why I didn't correlate it with like traumas or something because it wasn't a part of the story. Right. You know what I'm saying? For me, like Uncle Oscar been like the guy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He's yeah. the, Uncle Oscar ain't never been. You know what I'm saying? I call <laughs> I call Uncle Oscar literally for anything and everything. Uncle yeah. Oscar is literally the goat in my yeah. eyes. Well, uh, shout out to my dad, and then. Um, <laughs> Also, shout out to my uh, mentor, Mr. Withrow. Rest in peace. Um, Rest in peace to the guy. But yeah, but but back back to these childhood trauma. Do you think we've covered it sufficiently? The childhood trauma. Or? Nah, because I don't. I mean, we can we can we can sit here and talk about childhood trauma all day. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, seeing your seeing your mother get you know what I'm saying uh, DV. The domestic violence, right? Can be childhood that, trauma. That, yeah, ooh. um, yeah. Somebody, somebody touching on you as a young child, childhood trauma. Like you know, what I'm saying it's the last. Uh, I've heard, I've heard recently that there's majority of young women have been touched on by someone close to them. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? By the time they was what, sixteen, seventeen. You know what I'm saying? So that that's already a trauma. A lot of women will grow up not trusting men. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that involve trauma that we probably won't be able to get to because it's such a a, a wide topic. It's a wide topic and it's also touchy. I don't want to be insensitive to right. to the you know what I'm saying to the viewers or to the listeners. Like so, let me ask you this. Let, let me flip it like this then. Yeah. Um, how do you think some of your childhood traumas have shown up in your current day relationships? Are you already touched on the male figure parts, but just relationships in general? Like, like what's crazy? It's like I'm shaking right now, just even just even think about it. Like subconsciously, it's triggering me right now. But I mean, I could talk about it, but like <laughs> sub subconsciously, it's like you know it's a trauma, and it's my my body is reacting to it 
without right. my mind. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but go ahead. No, that, that just, just I, I think. What was your question? You, you about to ask me a question? No. How, how do you think in other relationships outside your relationship with uh, male authority figures? How do you think some of your childhood traumas have impacted maybe like friendships or romantic relationships? My childhood, uh, one, um, childhood traumas is, is, is being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were very aggressive with me. They didn't beat me or nothing like that, but right. they were very aggressive and, and, and my mother disciplined me when I was, when it was that time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When it was that time. And, Okay, I'll go back to this. I won't even say that because I deserve some of the masses that I got. <laughs> Let me go back. The way my parents would would speak, mm-hmm. or my let's just say my mother. Shout out to my mother because I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is just me expressing. Me and my mother have a tight relationship. Yes, they do. She'd be like, um, "Stop crying like a little ass girl." As a kid, as a young boy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've always I've grown up with that mentality of boys don't cry, right. suck that shit up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which it helped because you don't want to be no crybaby ass adult. Right. But I also wasn't. It also led to me holding on to a lot of things that I should have expressed, mm-hmm. which turned into anger and resentment. And it wasn't until I got older, I was able and I was able able enough to communicate it. And then it didn't translate. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it was smooth, but my mom was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Well, you a man, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And you know, she put me out at 17. So it's like I had to grow up fast. You know, right. like you graduated high school at 17. All right, nigga, figure it out. Oof. Or stop crying like a little, you know what I'm saying? Stop crying like a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Woo woo, this and that. Like you you take those and it's and I would say it's trauma. It's it ha- oh my goodness. It's a it's a it's a bittersweet type of thing. Because not only did it mold me to be a, a man, but it also was like, damn, man, like, I just wanted to talk to you. Give me time to cry. Give me time to feel these emotions as a young boy. Right. So I so I know how to control them when I get older. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, allow me to, allow me to express how I feel without saying suck it up, basically. Right. You know what I'm saying? So basically you saying that it's impacted it sounds like it's impacted your relationship with women because you can't exp- you've in the past had trouble expressing yourself with them. Oh man, I've had yeah. I I, w- I was never able to express how I felt. I was the kid who used to be mean to the cute girl that I, that I thought that the girl I thought was cute. And I used to pick on her because I liked her. Because I didn't know how to express how I felt, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 because of that, I've had <laughs> I've had horrible relations with women, but somehow they still love me to this day. Uh, shout out to them. Um, but you genuine, but I ain't shit. Okay, <laughs> look, look, look. I pressed the right button the first time. I pressed the right button the first time. But um, I just didn't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was like very aggressive with women. Not not to not to say that I've ever put my hands on a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've never done that. But I was very aggressive with them. 
know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't a romantic type of type of nigga. I'm like, hey, if, you, if I like you, you'll know. Like, nigga, just ride the ride, ride the wave. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it, it, it was ride, one of them when it translated. Just me be not being able to communicate and not being able to express right. how I feel. You know what I'm saying? It it translated into like just like I said, me not being the man that I wanted to be for them at that time. But you know, it takes time to grow. And I I've done a lot of introspective work and I've learned to be to be gent gentler. Is that a word? Gentler? Yeah. Softer. I've learned to be softer and communicate. Um, especially um, with the woman that's carrying my child right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've learned to do a whole, and, and even in the last year, you've seen me do a whole 360. Oh, yes, I it, know. When it, when it comes to her. You I've know what I'm saying? Here. Like, right. When it comes to her, I'm just like, dog, like, you know, as the woman that's carrying my child, like, nigga, we're going to lay out the red carpet for you now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, now my perspective has changed a little bit. You know, um, I, I've learned how to talk to her. Not so, f- not rough. I wouldn't say forward because I'm, I'm still forward, but not so rough. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always been rough. Like I'm rough. like I was football, rustling, fighting, nigga, just rough all his life. You know what I'm saying? Like I never was able to just be like, you know, I appreciate you and I love you for you know whatever, right. this and that. And I finally got to that point as an adult, and uh, you know, after it translated into my life. Uh, but what about you? The same question. What about you? How do, how do you feel like your childhood trauma has shown up in our relationship? Yeah. Oh, um, being very avoidant. Ooh. Like just like it, it's been a situation where I get avoidant um, when I want the 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 relationship to change, or if I get uncomfortable. Yeah. And I don't know how to bring that up and express myself and my feelings. Yeah. I I, I just avoid the relationship, or I, I avoid stuff. And that when you're avoided in a relationship with someone that you're supposed to be romantic with, it don't work. Right. And it it takes communication. And fortunately, um. I did a lot of work during the pandemic. I read a lot of books. Yeah. I read like 20 books. Yeah. And then the, the second, the year after the pandemic, I read another 10. And um, I'm I'm feeling myself. I, I have the strong belief in if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. And then, uh, I heard that. And in, in, in that area and all that work I did during the pandemic and after, I feel like I'm not maintaining, I'm not moving forward in it. So yeah. I, I felt some of my relationships starting to be impacted by that trauma again. Right. And so it's like, I want to be able to continue to communicate well and and be honest and forward, but gentle with the delivery mm. and gentle with how I, I deal with people and handle people. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to change gears a little bit and let's, just let's say, let's do it. Just say, yo, if you out there and you have experienced childhood trauma, yeah, you can work through it. You can make it through it. Absolutely. You got two examples sitting right here in front of you. You can do it. Now, if you can't do it alone, seek that's, help. Seek help. Because that's all right. Yeah, I, my cousin helps me all the time. I have friends who are therapists, and they be therapying me. <laughs> this nigga said, <laughs> therapy. This nigga me. said, therapying me. <laughs> like, look, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like for real, like, I, I have, I truly have a good tribe and, and good people around me that have helped me work through this stuff. Right. Um, there's so much information in books. Read a book. Right. Like literally, just pick it up and read it. And uh, let me, let me, and let me say something on the on the on the opposite side of that because you said you know seek help and seek people. Um, sometimes for me, it was just sitting by myself. 
Um, I, I avoided and disguised a lot of things with being around people. Mm-hmm. And as I grew older, I just knew the problem didn't go away. It was still there. Uh, sometimes some of the problems even got bigger. So with this, you know, passion, with this Ramadan, um, I gained a lot more clarity being by myself, cutting things out that I, you know, um, cutting the, the vices that I had out, like being on my phone, trying to escape reality. Just sit at home, just sit by yourself and really focus on what you need to focus or whatever you need to get as a as a as an adult or as a person and then go out and seek help you know go find those circles go find those communities that's going to help because there is help out there and you can't like like oscar said you can get through those traumas you can't you can't live through them and do better and and once you like i said uh, earlier once you find out your triggers and they become uh less triggering <laughs> yeah um yo I think this has been a good discussion. I think I think I think this has been enough. I'm I'm meant to, honestly it, exhausted. I'm mentally drained from talking about this, especially because you know that conversation I had. It was oh, bruh. Prior to yeah. going on, it was a lot. I I, I want to say this though, like if y'all want to be part of phone the friend, yeah, yeah, tap in with us. Hey, DM DM your number, your name, and everything. Yeah, we shoot random time, so you never know when you're gonna get the right, call. Right, right, right. So if you want to be part of phone a friend. Uh, so yeah, basically, like Oscar said, just send your number in the DMs. Uh, hit us up on the You Good Digital uh, Instagram. Send your number. Send whatever you want us to. You know, whatever question you got for us, whatever scenario you got for us, lay it out. You know, whatever you want to just you know say to us. Send in the DMs. We'll give you a call. We'll, we'll probably shoot you a text before, like let you know. Oh yeah, You we Good can. Digital calling you today, so be ready. Go whoa. But uh, yeah, you know, we want to interact with y'all because we love y'all and y'all been supporting Absolutely. us and we've been watching the the metrics just go up and you up. know it, we, we all the way up, man. Right. We, we we've been at this for a couple months now with no big features, no big budget behind us, just kind of thugging it, guerrilla warfare, having it. You know what right. I'm saying? So well, you gotta do it um, sometimes. Yeah, I appreciate. We appreciate all the support and everything. And again, uh, before we even end this episode, I want to give another shout out to my guy Jamal Smith. With all the F's, when you see his Instagram, you'll know why I say that. Uh, my guy with line out watches, uh, luxury, affordable watches, black owned. Um, they look great, they feel great. Uh, like it's re- it's really something that you're gonna want to tap into. I wasn't a watch guy until I met Jamal. He laced me with one. I caught the I caught the rest that I'm like, bro, I, I gotta have them now. You know what I'm saying? So I make it a point to 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 get them. So. Line Out Watches sponsored this episode. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you. Big shout out to you. Uh, anybody when you want to give a shout out to Cuddy? Man, just just all the viewers, man. This it's been crazy. It's been crazy. This has yeah, been a crazy been ride. Crazy. Like it, crazy it feels ride, like we've sure. been doing this for like years. Right. It's, it's been, been like a months. If, <laughs> if you go look back at it, our first podcast on the at the actual you get digital was, platform was two months ago. Was two months ago. And right. and the followers are coming, people are watching. Um, Shout out to the city of Sacramento for holding us down, cause y'all absolutely. Yeah, that, that's our main demographic right now. So right. shout out to the city of Sac. But yeah, I want to hear more from y'all though. Like, yeah. hit us up in the comments, ask these questions. Oh, oh let me drop a gem real quick because you know, uh, with you good digital, we always have an undertone of like you know introspective work, healing, uh, and elevating as a black man. Or you know what I'm saying? What's that book that you? Uh, Who moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese? So my cousin, let me get on me real quick. So my cousin came over to the crib one day. He was like, here, I want you to read this. I said, what do you mean? He said, I want you to read this book. I said, I'm not a reader. He said, read it. It's 90 pages. I said, all right. 
I'm read it. I'm not a reader. I read this book in one day. Like literally, I read this book in probably an hour or two. And this book has changed the way I look at life and the way I look at people in my life. You got it, Cuddy? You got the book right here? Let me see. I'm going to put it on you. Right here. Who moved my cheese? Should we do a raffle? Raffle a couple copies of this book off? If that's what you want to do, I think I want to do a raffle. Let's let give 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 him an Instagram clip right now. Then let's let's go ahead. Wait, wait, so we we gotta think about the we just came up with this. So we gotta think about what the rules the enter the raffle. We'll, we'll do that be. offline. Then we'll do that offline. Yeah. And we'll post it because I, I feel like I feel like so set the premise. Let me you know what I'm saying. So me and my cousin got a book. We don't have a book actually. We are holding on to a book. <laughs> And this book has literally changed my perspective on life and business. And uh, he's read it as well. He gave me a copy. And I think we should raffle off a copy. We should raffle off a copy to one of our viewers and one of our followers, our followers so, you know, they can get the knowledge that we gain and uh, hopefully give us some great feedback on what they said. It's the number one international seller, you know what I'm saying, uh, by Spencer Johnson. You know what I'm talking about? So we want to do a raffle. I don't know what the what 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 the we gonna come at y'all with the rules and how yeah. to enter and everything, but we gonna make sure we want y'all to have this impact. Cause this 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 right here, this book, I, man, look, they didn't even sponsor the episode. They didn't sponsor the episode, but anyways, we gonna end this episode. Right. It's your boy Long Live Motion. I hear my cousin Oscar, and that was another you good digital podcast. Make sure you like this video for the algorithm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the website, yougooddigital.com, and make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter, all you good digital. You ain't got to look for nothing else because why? You good when you, you come good. to us. You dig what I'm talking about? It's your boy Long Live Moshi, and we out this thing. <laughs>